This episode of Afternoon Rants is proudly sponsored by Academy Mortgage of Agawam. They get the deal closed. It's Leah Rance. And to be honest with you, I've been pretty down as of late. September has not been kind to me, and I just kind of need some comfort right now. For me, that's always horror, if you can believe it. So as we near the most wonderful time of the year, I figured I'd just have me and Jared Maple talk about anything and everything spooky. So curl up with some hot cocoa, light a pumpkin-scented candle, and sit completely in pitch black dark like it's socially acceptable, because we're about to talk about some spooky stuff. Like, let's literally just jump into it with no preamble. Pause. One sec. No preamble. (laughs) Okay, now we're good. Move the mic, Sam. All right. (laughs) Okay. Now we're good. Now that Jared has adjusted his mic, now let's really go into it. No preamble. Like, we've just turned on the mics. He just handed me a purple monster, which, by the way, Jared, thank you. Once my phone comes back to life, I'll be sure to Venmo you. Oh, score. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm without my portable charger. Before oh. we get into it today, I uh, just kind of want to, I don't, you know, I just want to kind of throw it all out there, you know, like mm. this month has been incredibly rough for me. Like uh, this has been the hardest month of my life, quite honestly, you know, which which I recognize upon saying that means that I've lived a very good life. Like, honestly, because I know there are lots of people that deal with a lot worse things, yeah. you know, but I am. Um, Jared's already aware of this, but I lost my grandmother on Friday the 13th on a full moon. And I was like, the lady knew how to make an exit. Like, she really <laughs> did. And uh, we've already had the funeral. I had to give the eulogy. And honestly, quite honestly, this month has felt like a bit of a fog for me. Like, I feel like we're towards the end of the month now. And I'm like, what happened? I haven't even gone to the Big E. Like, nothing I had planned. They were out the door. I've been actually using horror a lot lately like I mentioned this earlier to to Kyle but I was like and I maybe someone has an actual scientific explanation for this but lately ever since that has happened to me I have been, I am nonstop listening to horror podcasts. I am watching horror movies constantly. Any sort of spooky video. Anytime I'm not at work, you can safely assume in some aspect I'm consuming a horror media. Like, Hmm. what what do you think that's about? Like, I don't even. I mean, I think a large part of it is also, you know, it like tis the season, you know? True. And it does get me quite in the mood, oh, honestly. Me too. me too. Like, I'm so ready for September to be over, like, honestly. We have another week. We have another week. Then September is done. I'm and then scared, Joker's going to come out. And then it's officially spooky season. Man, when we're going to have to do a review of that. Uh, anyway, though, <laughs> like, I, I have been, I've been watching an incredible amount of just horror movies. That was kind of a, this more going to be like a drama, but like, I, uh, you you said to me the other day, you're like, can we just talk scary stories? <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, honestly would be such a welcome reprise for me because I just need 
you know, I admittedly, there's not a lot of structure here. I was just kind of like, okay, sure. <laughs> we're, just, we're just gonna I, wing it. I got plenty of scary stories, so <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But but it felt like you had something in particular that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, basically, when I was younger, I used to uh, talk in my sleep a lot, and I used that. It, so talking in my sleep was one thing, and then like I used to freak out at like the like the smallest things, like uh-huh. not in like a normal childish way. Like I would say like words that like five year old Jared should not have known, like yeah. what they meant. Uh, and so there was plenty of times where like I woke up in the middle of me like sleep talking, and I was like sitting upright in my bed, and my mom would be like sitting in my door trying to like wake me up, right? Ugh. And she'd just be calling. Aren't out, like, you not supposed to wake up a sleep talker? I this this was in the early two thousands. I don't know if there <laughs> if there was like a lot of protocol for it, you know. But and I used to always say like really weird things. But the one thing that has always stood out whenever uh, my grandma has actually told me this, I was staying over their house one night uh, when I was a kid. And I was probably four or five years old at that, and the words, um, the shackles, the shackles, take the shackles off of me. What? I don't want to be in the shackles. And like four year old Jared was saying this in the middle of the night. <laughs> it is so it's it's freaky. It's freaky. Whoa, man. I'd have and, to throw away the whole kid after that. <laughs> <laughs> Props uh, to your mom and grandmom for not throwing you away. Honestly, yeah. yeah. You freak me out so bad. <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is, though? And I was trying to find it for tonight, but unfortunately, it's probably buried in one of our basements that might have gotten you know and like this item might have gotten lost in a move but um there's an old fisher price recorder that we have and it was like a cassette (laughs) recorder my grandma has had that on record on one of the cassettes of me sleep talking like that when i was in like kindergarten why did she do that? I guess. I, I, think, I mean, it's, it must be really jarring, right? Like, like. Well, yeah. Like, like my. I know for a fact my grandmother has seen The Exorcist. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she wanted to take any chances. Fun fact about The Exorcist. That's terrifying, by the way. Mm. Fun fact about The Exorcist, I have seen so many horror movies in my day, and I will say that Exorcist was one of those movies my father refused to even play it in the house. Mm. He was like, I don't even want to own this. He's like, it scared me so bad. It's to him the scariest movie. So I finally got a hold of it. That movie holds up, man. I know it oh, came yeah. out in the 70s. Mm-hmm. That thing's scary. I, mean, I would say top five. It made me deeply uncomfortable. You yeah. Know? So. Well, and, and I think that the, uh, the thing with the con, uh, the contrary, uh, the Exorcist was that back in that time there wasn't a lot of like really quality, super scary horror movies. You know, like even if you go back to like the first ever like horror movies, like uh, uh, Cagliari's Cabinet. It was like a German horror film. It was like the first one in like the genre. Mm-hmm. That's more like suspense than anything, and like you couldn't really properly convey the stuff because of like the limitations at the time. Then there's Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. which have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. So it's like same thing. Like it plays or up like the more like Alfred Hitchcock yes. with the birds and mm-hmm. you know Vertigo and yeah, yeah. So it sets up more of like a psychological like thriller aspect. You mm-hmm. know, like it keeps you on your toes for sure, right? But it doesn't do anything to like really outwardly scare you. It does stuff to almost like psych you out yes. a little bit more. You know. But The Exorcist, I think, was kind of like the first like really big blockbuster hit that was like freaking people out, like like left and right. Like 
if I'm not mistaken, wasn't there reports of people like throwing up like yeah. while watching the movie and stuff during like the head turn and like all that stuff? And they would pass out. And um, we also forget that at the time, that generation, they were more religious than I, I'm That's not true. sure yeah. if The Exorcist was released in this day and age, if it would still. No, I still think it would have a bit of a jarring. I mean, there were some really jarring things that even for the 70s, it was kind yeah. of like you took a movie from the like 2000s and dropped it in the 1970s and mm-hmm. people were just like, you had, you know, weird film techniques of little um, scary faces kind of subliminally caught in between, you know, I mean, just amazing technique. And, um, and and they were deeply religious. And it's like blasphemous. The whole movie is blasphemous. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. that's where they get a lot of the horror from, especially if you kind of grew up in a more Catholic traditional setting. You're, you're you know, it, it just gross you out <laughs> yeah that's that's still kind of like freaks me out like there's a few horror movies i can go back to like every time and it still kind of gives me like you know i hate using this word but like the heebie-jeebies you know like you kind of get you know it, it makes you feel unsettled almost what is uh i think you said insidious once was one, that for you no, insidious was the one i didn't really care for oh really yeah yeah i don't know it, we can get into that if you want. I was uh, the Conjuring is the one that like really still kind of freaks me out still. Well, James Wan in particular, if I see his name attached to something, I'm immediately. Curious. Oh, yeah, you're just like in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's automatically going to be good. I'm just immediately curious, especially if it's the first iteration. By mm-hmm. the time you get into the second or your third, you've really just kind of shot the idea in the foot, and you're like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I think like. So my theory with like movies and TV shows, with TV shows, if it goes past the fifth season, mm-hmm. it's awful. Like stop it, stop at five. All right. Oh yeah. Movies, you should probably stop at three. But like, if you really feel like you need to go, go to five. But it needs no more. to be a. If it's well thought out, I should say. So paranormal activity for me. Now okay. I would say that if you were, if I were to watch it now, it would not have the same effect on me as no. it did. But in the theater, it frightened me in a way that really? I could not explain. Yes, absolutely. I have a great way of when I'm watching a movie, I really do get invested. Like I feel like I'm really in it. And the whole idea of watching this found footage and seeing it be used properly in a way that I hadn't seen since Blair Witch Project and kind of not knowing how Katie, that was the girl's name, was going to react to anything and just see her watch her slowly kind of devolve. But then by the second one, I think it was the premise was it was another family. It was like a prequel, I think. I think so, yeah. And it was kind of like, okay. And by the third one, it was just, yeah, I, you know. And that's you got what, gratuitous, yeah. Right, exactly. You're just like, okay, now I know. And I also know your budget limits here. Because that was <laughs> the other thing about Paranormal Activity that made it so good was the fact that the budget was just not there. And they still managed to. I always find that personally like really commendable when it's a low-budget film that still manages to like put you on edge and kind of oh yeah because Mm -hmm. it's your imagination that's the biggest weapon against you you know and that's why Blair Witch Project was still one of the scariest movies ever mind you oh thank you because I thought that you were going to have a different opinion than me because you were younger than me when that came out now I remember especially growing up in Maryland where it was supposedly set in Burnettsville Mm -hmm. I was like Oh my God, this is real. I remember people being like, this is a real like thing. Like people were like totally stumped by it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the cool thing about Blair Witch is that 
it i don't know if this was an urban myth or if it was just kind of or if it was actually like confirmed by the directors but they didn't tell the actors what exactly was going on no it was entirely yeah. improv because it was completely genuine yep right? yeah. yeah so which i think is like one of the most <laughs> like which i think is why it feels so convincing like even yeah. now to go back and watch it because like that's actual terror yeah. right so do you have any scary stories that you would like to tell any first-hand experiences i mean i i personally have had some pretty spooky stuff happen to me because the house i lived in is over a hundred years old so it's one of those old, big, rickety houses where it makes a lot of random noises. Um, when I was younger, I had a lot more experiences mm. that I would say with like paranormal and stuff. Because I feel like, like as in with your story, you're more susceptible. Yes. Yep. Honestly, I, my family actually and my grandma, rest in peace, had a little bit of that I guess kind the shining. Yeah. No, <laughs> she had the shining. No, she she had a little psychic thing going on. She had some experiences she couldn't quite explain. Hmm. My brother is entirely in tune, and my cousin Ben is also a little bit. I'm not. I'm not so much so because obviously that would make too much sense, being that I'm too into it. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. like they they couldn't help me out. But I do remember when I was younger that I would always. Um, I I had a really difficult time sleeping when I was first grade, and I had insomnia. And I would remember I would hear um, like a party going on downstairs, like my parents would throw parties sometimes. And it felt like, you know, just like a normal party, like people talking and people like clinking drinks and stuff. But it would be like one in the morning and I would go downstairs and nobody was there. Like absolutely nobody was there. So it, it felt weird. It felt like people were talking in the house, but I could never place it. And that would freak me out. And um, the the scariest, one of the scariest instances I can think of is that I was, um, I because I had so much trouble sleeping, I would, one of my parents would typically sleep in the bed with me when I was like pretty young. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I really had a, mm. I was bad about, because my imagination was just crazy. You know what I mean? When I was younger. Now there's no imagination. No. <laughs> <laughs> my creativity is killed. It's, it's, it's totally dead. killed. It's dead. It's in the river. This, is like... <laughs> um, this was around the same age. Uh, it was. I wasn't asleep one night. My dad was asleep next to me. And I was just laying there, and all of a sudden, something beside me screamed at the top of its lungs. Like it was sounded like a girl, a little girl, like who maybe couldn't have been more than seven or eight. But I heard oh, just, I don't like just that. screaming. I don't it like this. It was so loud that I had to cover my ears, and I was like, but I couldn't tell where it was coming it's it felt like it was coming beside my bed like right beside my bed but yeah. i looked and there was nothing there and i looked over at my dad and his i just see his back and he's just asleep he's totally you know? fine he's yeah. totally asleep so i'm like huh. what the hell and it lasted for like a minute or so and then i i tried to wake my dad up and it was gone it was totally gone and there was nothing there and i've never been able to explain it because i remember it being so loud yeah, that i had God, to cover that is my ears terrifying yeah so and the thing that should be noted is tragically a child did pass away in the house right outside of the house um oh. a child was hit by a car so you know it's not to say that this house didn't have its history of deaths also i believe someone had a, a heart attack in her dining room room at one point not us but like you know <laughs> they, yeah right like <laughs> yeah so um so yeah i definitely believe that my house, Haunted it, house? Right. yeah i definitely believe it because there were just some things that i just could not like explain that would happen you know huh 
Well, uh, I mean, recently, I know I already told you about this. Uh, Station's Haunted, by the way, in case you didn't find that out. So here's the crazy thing. I had a paranormal team come in. Ghost Guys is what they're called now. They came in and they couldn't find anything. But I think that we were getting... They did find a little girl. Okay. This is the second time you've downplayed that. (laughs) They didn't find anything except a little girl that's running around upstairs in the dark. (laughs) I mean, but we didn't have a lot of contact with her, and I wasn't really there for it because we had split up at one point, but they were saying that she was a younger girl. I can't remember. I think her name was Sarah. Uh, And yeah, she was hanging around around the courtyard outside. So, uh, yeah, but so that wouldn't mean your experience. Anyway, go ahead with what why you think the station is haunted. Okay, well, as, as I've already told you, uh, so I've I've been coming in to occasionally do overnights for 102 uh, whenever the Patriots are playing. So I just kind of make sure that everything's running smoothly uh, for the Patriots games over on uh, 102. So pretty basic stuff. I'm basically just kind of there babysitting, making sure that everything's working. And uh, so I come in at like 10.30, 11 o'clock one night. And, you know, I, I do my pre-work poop, you know, because I'm... You poop at the at work? I mean, on occasion, yeah. Why is this relevant to the story? I'm getting to it. You already know this. You should... <laughs> so I'm in the men's room. Sorry, sorry. I wasn't pooping, but I was in the men's room. About okay, to? sitting down on the toilet. Where were you at in the procedure here? Where were it? I feel like it was it's about rel- to happen. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> were you groundhogging it? I was, was- I was about to. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and what were we talking well, about? I'm getting, I'm getting to my paranormal experience, Leah. It's <laughs> <And> so I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you the most recent hockey experience I've ever had. And you're, and you're just like, oh, Jared, you're pooping. I didn't know boys poop. Oh, God. That's... Okay. So what happened? So I'm in the men's room. <laughs> and so I just habitually lock the door when I go to the bathroom. Okay. Whether I'm in there for a second or anything. I just habitually. I, I like shouldn't it. hope so. I, <laughs> I should <laughs> I locked the door. All We're right. learning so much about you. I guess you. so. I guess uh, too much. Too much. <laughs> but, and then, so I look over at one point, and, and I was actually talking to Steve Nagel about this too. The door handle moved and unlocked as I was looking at it. Oh, no. Dude, it scared the out of me. I just, it was so terrifying. And like, nobody else was in the station because it was like super late at night. Like, and nobody else was in the parking lot. I knew that much. Ooh, yeah. And the door just like, like the door handle just twisted and unlocked. You're never going to cover a Patriots game for us again, are you? No, no, I'm doing it next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get an update. <laughs> Worst part, Maybe right. they'll finally get into the bathroom this time. But wait, there's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, just the door, yeah, just the door gets kicked in. Hey, you got room for two? <laughs> like... But no, um, and I always thought that you and Kester were pulling my leg when you mentioned that like you'd occasionally hear footsteps upstairs. Yeah, no. When, like, nobody else is here? Because, I mean, like, you're pretty frequently the last person in the station. Yeah, and I I typically hear uh, footsteps uh, up and down, and I've just kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm just, like, desensitized to it now. I'm just like, well, there there goes Sarah, like, or whatever. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. I always thought you and Kester were just screwing with me. Mm -mm, I I was like, ha-ha, very funny. And so, like, here we go. It's probably, like, midnight at this point. And, like, I'm starting to hear just, like, little, like, footsteps. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, the 102 studio, we have the cameras right there. Nobody else is upstairs. All right. Yeah. I'm not seeing any movement popping up on these cameras. It was like, oh, my God. I'm telling you, dude, I'm telling you, there's just some there's, there's some things, man, that I can't explain that go on around here. This station is spooky at night for sure. It is so freaky. Um, I don't think I told you this one when I was leaving late one night. Mm. Typically, they have the radio on upstairs. Oh, no, you did tell me about this. Okay. Well, they have the radio on upstairs in the office. As I'm walking by, locking up for the night, I hear, and there's no reason that this should be happening, because it's only either left on Rock 102 and Laser Mm 99.3, so it could only be one of the stations, but all I heard was a... Like a tornado sound, and there was like... And I mean, I had checked. We were not off the air. There was oh. no reason that sound should be coming from the radio. Um, and it looked like it was on, you know what I mean, one of the stations. And it was just like, it sounded like, and then there was like a quiet voice coming in or something. And I just quickly, just Dude, like, uh, I, I did it. not stick around it. to investigate because I was by myself. And I was like, nope, nope. Now, I will say this. Um. I have been... Have you ever been ghost hunting before? I never actually have, no. Ooh, we'll definitely have to do that sometime this season. Are you down? Uh, yeah, uh, enough, yeah. All right, oh, are you sure? Okay. Sure, you know, I'll be fine later. I've actually had fine. some friends of mine reach out, and I'm I like, I'm really okay. thinking I'm going right, to do, we'll do this. It. Uh, for the show, for the show, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, I've had them on, and um, like a couple different paranormal teams on, and um, I don't feel like... I'm quite as in tune as I used to be. I don't know. Maybe I am now. I'm the type of person where I second guess myself because I try to find meaning in everything. So I'm like, oh, it must be like my first thought. If a random sound happens, I'm like, must be a ghost. Like I go the exact opposite of logic. Like Kyle goes logic. I'm like, logic's out the door. It's a ghost. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say this. So I had an experience in our apartment shortly after we had moved in. Your, your your new mm-hmm. apartment? Yep. Oh no. So our our apartment used to be an old nineteen back in the eighties used to be a Milton Bradley factory. Uh, so I'm like, well, why the hell? But I can't imagine anything bad happening in a toy factory. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, well, I don't know. It I mean, like there, there's machining. There's potential for hazardous work. You know? I, I guess so. I mean, I could look into it. But um, so basically, if somebody died in your apartment. <laughs> is what I'm hearing. I don't. I don't think. I don't think quite in our apartment. But. I uh, I'd come home from work and all of the lights were off in the living room and in the kitchen, which is fine. Like I live with two other roommates in addition to my boyfriend, so it was like it's kind of a crapshoot as to who's home. Okay. But the lights were on in the I can see when I enter into my kitchen, I can directly look and see if the door is open into my roommate's bedroom, which was open at the time. And the lights were on and I saw a shadow go by uh, like someone was moving around in the living room. And I called out. I said, hey, and I didn't hear anything. And I was like, hello. And no one was there. And I distinctly saw someone move across the room and I didn't and no one was there I was oh it was not good I don't like this anymore yeah I, I, I don't like you that. haven't seen my apartment you yet, have though. to move <laughs> <laughs> well and I, I have I have another thing that happened in my apartment but um oh go ahead I was it was deep at night 
I was asleep. I was in a deep sleep. I'm a light sleeper, though. Um, and I heard... Now, the thing about my bedroom door is they're very creaky. Anytime you open... In fact, I leave my door creaked open most of the time just because if Kyle's going to sleep okay. or going to bed later, I don't want him to wake me up because he'll immediately wake me up. The minute you open that door, it's like... You know what I mean? Like, And I'm like, you're just up. So Kyle was asleep next to me. It was me. I was asleep. And then all of a sudden, the door opens, you know, and I see a fist coming through the like like what? like, like, like phasing through the door like what are you no what are you not, not like punching through yeah. the door <laughs> it's like, it's no but i ghost. see like half of a hand like it creaked open enough oh. i could see the hand and i you know in these moments you're fight or flight Dude. i 110 percent fight like i jumped up and was like kyle get the hell up it's time to go like you know what i mean like i was absolutely 110 percent ready to fight um and i grabbed the closest thing next to me which i think was like i I don't know a book or something (laughs) ready to fight and i ripped open the door and i like look out and there's nobody there there's nothing there right but then softly i hear down in the hall where the bathroom is, I hear uh, my roommate being. <laughs> so what had happened was, is he had gotten really, really drunk <laughs> and had forgotten where the bathroom was. Oh my god! And he almost came into our room to pee, and that, that would have severed the relationship. That would have been a very bad wake-up call. <laughs> <laughs> I was l- luckily he heard me scream, "Who the?" drunkenly to the bathroom <laughs> and i heard oh, i love it and as i'm like searching around the apartment still kind of convinced someone might be in the house i'm hearing him like a steady stream of about like maybe a solid two minutes <laughs> impressive breaking the seal all right all right yeah so uh that was totally ghost ghost confirmed yeah, you know i have a, a not so ghost story okay. actually and th- this one actually ties in uh other street teamer gavin okay and um so we had this habit uh last kind of like probably around like this time last year where whenever we'd go over to one of our mutual friends houses uh blaine we would always wind up in his basement because he has like this nice finished basement and stuff he has like a full tv and everything it's nice and we would just like watch YouTube videos about cryptids. Are you are you familiar? So are cryptids um like the Jersey Devil or like the Chubacabra? Yes, region specific. Precisely. Monsters. Yeah. So it's like not scientifically proven to exist. Cool. Like, like Bigfoot would technically be considered a cryptid. That is Loch Ness my... monster would be you know Squatchachusetts. Squatchachusetts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's stuff like that. And so, like, watching these, like, like really crappy, like, cell phone found footage type videos would scare the hell out of me. Are you, are you familiar with any of those? I think I showed you one last week. It's my thing, man. I've actually seen... I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> I literally watch okay. everything. Like. So, uh, okay. Well, so, so, well, before we jump into that, I was already feeling kind of like on edge, like while watching these, right? Because like, like I could watch like any horror movie and be like unsettled. Mm-hmm. I don't usually get like scared from a horror movie, right? But it's something about watching these like really two forty p like like flip phone camera recorded like ghost <laughs> sightings that freak me the hell out. All right, so I was I was already on edge and. 
possibly the like the scariest cryptid that I know about is called the rake. Mm. Are, are mm-hmm. you familiar with it? So it's kind of like this like tall, really like lanky, pale skinned creature. It's like a humanoid creature that has like kind of like a blank face almost like really like razor sharp teeth and he's stuff. He's got a blank face, baby. And I got your name. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> where my brain went no but, but it's a it's based off a of creepypasta yes exactly which uh if you're not familiar with that um first off uh, congratulations making it this long into the podcast <laughs> <laughs> while we geek out over horror but a creepypasta is basically um just a scary story that goes viral honestly mm. uh it, it all typically originates from a site called creepypasta which we got to come up with a better name yeah we gotta, we gotta so it sounds so stupid if someone doesn't know what they are but truly they can be really scary stories so the rake kind of originated from that and it was kind of a found footage type story yeah, where yep. it made you believe that this had been going on for years yeah and so like it, the rake has it, like in all these stories it's been known to be to basically like crawl on all fours right yeah and like a the, humanoid most, thing yeah it's like a humanoid thing that's like on all fours mm. and so my friends really like to see me jump because they know how like how freaked out i get after we watch like a lot of these videos right yeah and so we're all out by our cars because we're all leaving it's probably like 1 30 2 o'clock maybe and um, pitch black outside. I went outside my car and I'm talking to my friends Josh and Nicole, and you know we're just talking about like whatever. And the next thing I know, I hear like this like high pitched screech coming from behind me, <laughs> in like this black shadowy thing on like all fours, turn around the front side of my car. And I have never came this close to kicking something in the face. Like <laughs> like how you're saying fight or flight. Fight. <laughs> I, I almost decked a Gavin who was on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> directly in the face like shoe was about to meet nose and i and then i like i immediately realized like that it was him but like it was terrifying that's like me turning around the corner on all fours just like i knew a guy that could do that actually where he could run on all fours it is unsettling yeah it's freaky right yeah it's really it's very attack on titany where i'm like Ugh. yeah 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 the fight or flight thing is totally true i mean you oh, yeah. really do in those moments of like fear mm-hmm. really see how you would react in that situation um but they never talk about the third i was at a um haunted house and this was maybe i was 13 14 years old and i was with my best friend Lacey. Mm-hmm. shout out to Lacey. yeah hi, Lacey. Uh, <laughs> check out her imdb page so proud of her <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, we were going through this haunted house. She notoriously did not like haunted houses. She actually was oh, not allowed no. to go through haunted houses oh, really? uh, until later on in life. I personally, my dad was like, you're going to like haunted houses. But but <laughs> Lacey, I think maybe this could have only been maybe her first or second time going through something like this. Anyway, so this was at a Western theme park, if you can believe it. And okay. they had transformed it into this haunted house for the season. And of course, there were, um, you know, going to be clowns and chainsaws are typically the the big finale at the end, uh-huh. if you will, you know? Anyway, so we're going through this and we're getting all scared and we're all scrunched up and freaked out. And she and I are, for whatever reason, in the front of the group. And all of a sudden I hear rum, 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 at the end of this tunnel that we're at, right? Mm-hmm. Without thinking, my first reaction 
and she'll never let me live this down, is I grabbed her by both shoulders and <laughs> threw her in front of me. <laughs> And that was my real first oh reaction. Oh, my God. Was I better save myself? Put the weakling in front of you. <laughs> and she's shorter oh my than God. me. I know. Leah. I know. I know. I know. But she was short, and it was easy. It oh, was easy okay. to All grab right. her. Well, now I get it. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> All right. And... And that was not the first, that would not be the first time that I did that to her on just reaction. So I have no idea why she continues to keep me around. Yeah, I feel like that's not, not a good, uh, no. <laughs> no, that's, that's not good at all. No, because then there was another time where she had gotten left behind. She, she We were running through a door and I went through the was door Was this at correctly. like another haunted house? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming? Okay. And she went behind the door and it, she got caught in between a door and a wall. So oh. I kept running. And she got left behind. Dude! I came back for her, right? But she just, um, there was also a fourth option, okay? So you could, you could, you know, run, fight, use your friend as a shield, uh-huh. or apparently just fall down and give up. Did and that's that? what did she you... did. Oh. She fell down and gave up. <laughs> and I just saw them, like, swarming around her. <laughs> You're like, Lacey, I'll find you. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I did. I came back though. I, she never. She doesn't ever bring up that yeah, part. I, I, I came, came back. back. I came back to a mutilated I, corpse. I it's redeemed okay. myself. Though. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to go ghost hunting with you anymore. I know. You'd be like, he's big and slow, and just kick me down. It is like the <laughs> like, ghost. He's right here. There's a reason I got fifty percent Slytherin. It was like you could go either you could way. Go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny, though, because, like, now I've told all my friends, like, next time they, like, they try to make me jump, like, there's no telling what I'll do, all right? Like, right. like if somebody jumps out at me, all right, there's a good chance, you know, fist is meeting face, all right? And it's not, just, it's, it's on reflex. Ghost's gonna punch. You're gonna punch those ghosts. I gotta punch a ghost, yeah. And that's a real fear, too, is people reacting that way for people that work in haunted houses. Uh, yeah, that I believe. Yeah, because... That that yeah, because I, I usually manage to like kind of keep my cool in a lot of haunted houses. Mm-hmm. I, not that I go in them super often, but like honestly, the last time I've been in, I was probably a kid. Truthfully, it's been at least like ten years. But even like as a kid, though, like I'd always be like like let's say like a zombie like kind of like jumps out of me. I'm like I give him like the finger guns. I'm like hey, I was like nice, <laughs> like because like I'm already in that mindset where I'm like oh no, this is totally fake, and like it kind of calms my nerves a lot. So, uh, funny enough, later on, Lacey and I would grow up and be adults and work at a haunted house together. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I never knew about this. Hold yes. on, tell me about it. Okay, so Lacey actually, it was mainly her gig. Mm-hmm. She, um, I mean, it was all her gig. She worked at 13 Stories, which was a very prominent haunted house in Georgia. Um, and in fact, t- Mr. Two Chains came and took over at one point and made it a pink t- or a trap house kind of deal. Are you serious? This is before that happened. This was the year before that happened. Holy crap. That's so awesome. we, uh, so they were very gracious enough to actually, uh, for a night when I was coming to visit, she said, we're going to work at this haunted house together. Now, Lacey, she's got this cool thing about her where she can do the crawly thing, like Samara from The Ring, where you do the contortionist. Oh, really? And the, yeah, and she's already really pale as is, and she's got <laughs> black hair, so it's a no-brainer. <laughs> she's just freaky in general, but <laughs> they made me kind of more of um 
an acting role per se. Like okay. I played this really disgusting uh, waitress where I was in this really slimy kitchen, and it wasn't. I, sometimes I would resort to just cheap scares and jump out from people behind yeah, a wall. Uh, yeah. You know, sometimes I was more so about like kind of leading them onto the chainsaw event, which was going to happen. Ooh, okay. And so the way that we kind of worked it out. Because we were like a dream team, I felt like, is that Lacey would be in a small hallway right before they got to the kitchen doing her weird in the strobe light thing. She would be like blocking them. They would have to go around her and see whether or not she would crawl after them, basically. And by the time they had hit that corner going into the kitchen, I would come up from behind the corner (laughs) and scare them. It was the dream team. Like, we get them twice. Boom, boom. And people had us on camera. Now, here's where the dream team didn't work so well. Oh, no. So what happened was was there was a couple. They were young. They were going through it, and they were the girl. I could hear her screaming down the hallway when they saw Lacey. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be really good. And uh-huh. I love when a, you know, they're really reacting. So I'm I'm waiting behind the, I'm waiting behind the wall to to scare them. Hear them getting close. I jump out. I just like make a loud, bah! you know what I mean, noise yeah. or whatever. I just totally break care. I don't care. I just want to scare them. <laughs> the girl faints and hits her head on an exit sign that was, for whatever reason, towards the floor. She hits her head, and I immediately... Now, this is also the funny part, the difference between me and Lacey. I immediately break character. Oh, my gosh. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. Thank God. Like, thank God she was okay. I couldn't live with myself oh my if I... I don't God, think I could do Leah. this job if I'm being yeah. serious. Like, I, I, I was so... I felt so bad. Lacey doesn't break character. <laughs> she just, just like, she just slowly, her she slowly looks and then walks away. I watched the footage. The girl started, she, she had fainted for a second. <laughs> she fainted, she gets back up and starts running past me, just running. I was like, are you okay? She was like running through, and I was like, "It's gonna get worse." Like, and and she left her like she broke the exit sign with her head, and like she oh had like God. a a hair. She left a hair um like clip or something. It was it was just insane. Yeah, and I had to be wary too of people trying to fight me. Like, you know what I mean? Immediately. Yeah. So so, so that was an actual fear that you had too. Is you jumping out on people? Lacey yeah. said it happened to her a couple times where because she and I I got to tell you after working that night I don't know how she did it every night because I had the most raging headache that I've ever had in my life. Why is that? There's just noise constantly. Yeah. People are screaming. You're screaming constantly. There's banging of the pots and the pans and there's the chainsaw and it was just a sensory overload and I really did like my my headache was righteous. Like I've never experienced something like that. I don't get migraines or headaches. Yeah, and I was like, how in God's name does she do this every single night? Because I felt like I I left, and I was like, nobody talked to me. Like, you know, it was was rough, dude, but 
she did it like every night and she was like known for being particularly good at it because that's her thing but I can't get over the fact she didn't react that is so funny wait so what did she do so like this chick faints on the ground and Lacey is just slowly like creeping her way towards yeah she just looked at her (laughs) and then just walked away and I was like what is this (laughs) yep yeah Lacey don't play she she ain't gonna break character for nothing I'll break her I'll break character she won't break character (laughs) I was like what the hell girl faints I'm sorry I can't get over that that is that is something else Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, she was a true professional. <laughs> I over here was like, I'm only working for one night. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I'm really excited that now that you've agreed to do this, this ghost hunting uh-huh. thing with me because, um, you know, it can get intense, honestly. Don't try to get me out of this. Sorry. Don't, don't do <laughs> no, that. Listen, no. I, I be- you've agreed. It's best, it's best that I show up. All right. You could handle a ghost. You could fight one. I can, I don't, I can't fight a ghost. I don't, I don't want to fight a ghost. <laughs> You're trying to like pump yourself up. I can do this. <laughs> I, can, I can do this. I promise. Oh man! I'll, I'll show up like a vacuum. All right, we're gonna hit it like Ghostbuster style. Just like strap strap on, you know, the old vacuum. <laughs> You're gonna have a strap on. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I know how to use this thing. Watch out! <laughs>